morning, Tabernacle of Praise. Good morning. Good morning, saints of the living God. It's always good to be in God's house on his holy Sabbath, especially in this season where we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Some don't believe that we should be celebrating, but it's always a good time to celebrate Jesus Christ. So we're excited about being in God's house to those of you that are watching online. Thank you so much for joining us. We know you could be out shopping or doing anything, but you've chosen to be with us this morning. And for that, we are so excited. Thank you for sharing and being with us today. As we sing, Sabbath rest. invite your Holy Spirit to come into this place, Father. Rebuke the enemy, Lord, today. Let your spirit permeate through our hearts, Lord Jesus. As we lift you up, we want to draw all men unto you. So bless us and anoint us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn this up a little amen, bit more. Amen. We just want to say welcome, Tabernacle of Praise. Amen. We're just so happy to see you this morning. The Bible said, as David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. I don't care how bad your week was. I don't care if the car broke down, if you were sick, but thank God it didn't kill you. The fact that you're here this morning is testament to the grace and the mercy of God. So, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us bless his name together. The Lord says, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the 
the sheep of his pasture. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him. I want to say that again. And be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. I said, for the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting. Give the Lord a hand. Praise this morning. Come on, you can do better than that. I said, give the Lord a hand. Praise. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated this morning on behalf of my pastor, Jonathan Fields, and First Lady Melody Fields. We want to extend a warm tabernacle of praise. This is the church with the open door where everybody is somebody and worship is truly a joy this morning. I don't know about you, but I'm just glad this morning we, we're still on the mountaintop from last week. Amen. And as I look out, I know we've had, we have a lot of members that have gone out of town on this Christmas weekend. Amen. But I'm so happy this morning to see that we have almost, we have as many visitors as we do members. Come on, that's what the church is all about. And I want to extend a warm welcome to all of our visitors this morning. And we want you to be at home because you are part of the family now. Amen. We want you to consider this your home, your family home. Amen. Just a blessing to be part of the family of God. Well, you know, this is always a high Sabbath when we are part of God's great commission. I want to thank all those that have been faithful in the homeless ministry. Amen. Because, you know, a lot of times the old bones just don't want to get out there, but we're faithful and continue to go out week after week. And I just want to thank all those ones that are on that team that have been faithful. I really want to thank my wife who went out yesterday in the rain getting all the supplies so we can uh, uh, put those bags together. So we're, we're going to uh, invite you to, to join the team. Uh, if you can't go out, you can help us put the bags together downstairs. And if you can't do that, we want you to pray for us as we go behind enemy lines. Amen. And as we have been soliciting your, your coats and gifts, on our coat drive, we want to thank those. The coats are coming in. Praise the Lord. We want to continue to, uh, to ask you to bring coats and gloves and hats. Amen. Anything that, that you know people need in the, in the cold weather. And now today is going to be 63 degrees. And so we want to thank God for his grace and mercy. That's unheard of in December. I'm not dreaming of a white Christmas. Uh, some of you all might be, but I'm not. <laughs> so whatever the Lord grants, I just thank God for his mercy. Now, next Sabbath, what did I say? Next Sabbath is going to be our district day. Amen. What does that mean, district day? Now, we are part of a district. Our pastor, uh, he pastors between two churches. Amen. And so Lighthouse, our sister church, are going to be worshiping with us on next Sabbath. Amen. We want this place to be filled. We're gonna, it's going to be a collaborative effort. We're going to have all the elders from both churches, all the deacons working together. We're going to have both choirs. Uh, they're going to bring their choir, and we're going to have a Holy Ghost good time in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then after church, we're going to have fellowship dinner together. 
Amen. So don't plan on going home. We're going to have fellowship dinner, and the first lady is going to be coordinating the dinner. Amen. So when you see her on your on your uh, caller ID, don't ignore it. Pick it up. Amen. Everybody do their part. Amen. And we'll put that put this meal together. It's going to be a blessed Sabbath day. Now, I just on a sad note, we have one of our members uh, that's going to be leaving us. Unfortunately, this is going to be the last Sabbath. Brother Bill Crawford, stand up. Brother Bill is going to be relocating uh, down south with his family. He reg regrettably uh, is making that move because he told me he loves Tabernacle of Praise. He loves his church family. Come on up, Bill, if you want to say something. You can come up if you want to say something. But he, lo he loves his church. And we love him. Bill is, uh, he's very candid. I love that about him, just straightforward. Man, we thank you, Brother Bill. We're going to miss you. <clears throat> Make sure you give Brother Bill a good, a good hug, a good holy hug. Tell him how much you're going to miss him. And this, that is a result of, of a ministry, Brothers on Bikes. Brothers, we used to go out on bikes and ride every Sunday. And Brother Bill kept hope alive, and he was out there with us every Sunday. We would ride all the way down to the arch and back. Oh, we weren't just piddling around. We were serious riders. 
And I commend Bill because he has a few a few years on us, but he was keeping up. Amen. So, Bill, we love you. We're going to miss you. All right. Praise the Lord. Let's continue. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus being born and hanging on that cross for you and for me. So many times we get caught up in commercialism and all of these materialism and we, we forget about the main purpose. Jesus was born but we thank God he was born but he died. The birth would not have made any difference if Jesus didn't do the last part and die for you and for me. So as we're entering this last Christmas season of 2023, we want you to pour your heart out to God and say, Lord, I want to finish this year strong. I may have been a little lax, a little lax over 23, but I want to end it strong, Lord. I can't do it by myself. I can't do it in the flesh, but Lord, I need your spirit to fill me. So it's prayer time, folks. We have family members that we know that are outside the ark of safety. We invite you to come at this time. You want to intercede for your family. You want to pray for yourself, your children, that the Lord will save them, that you will be faithful. I'm just so happy to see Brother Jerry. You see him, he's walking unassisted without a, a cane. Brother had major surgery. He, he almost would not have made it to this Christmas. But God, but God. Amen. Press on, press on close, family. Press on close. Time of the storm, Jesus. 
Lord God, Lord, we bow before your presence. Lord, we're realizing that we're totally unworthy to even call upon your name. But because of your grace, Lord, you have afforded us this opportunity, Lord, to lift our voices to you. From whence cometh our help? Lord, we're so glad, Father, that you have blessed us through 2023. Lord, we know it's only because of your grace that we're standing here. It's only because of your grace, Lord, that we're able to assemble here this morning. Lord, we're so thankful that you have been our refuge, our strength, Lord. You have been a very present help in the time of trouble, Father. Lord, we know we don't have to fear, Father, though a thousand fall on our side and ten thousand at our right hand, that it shall not come nigh thee. So, Lord, we're just so thankful today, Lord. We come here today with weaknesses and problems, Lord. Our faith is, is hanging on by a thread, Father, but we don't. Help us not to give up. Help us, Lord, to keep holding on. Some are going through financial situations. Lord, living from day to day just on the promise that you said you will never leave us nor forsake us, Father. So, Lord, no matter what it looks like, Lord, help us to hold on to your unchanging hand, Father. Lord, we pray, Lord, that our faith will fail not, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful for the saints who have come up here, Lord. You know the various reasons. They're making their petitions known unto you, Lord. So, Lord, we're praying that you will meet every need according to your riches and glory. Lord, some are suffering from physical illnesses, Lord. Some are suffering from disease, cancer, Lord, diabetes, hypertension, Lord. You know, Father, what they're going through in their bodies, Father. So we pray for the anointing of your healing Holy Spirit right now. Touch it in the name of Jesus right now, Father. Lord, we come against any demonic spirit that's trying to overtake the homes and minds and hearts of your people, Lord. We rebuke it. We come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead your blood upon it right now, Father. Some are bound in sin, Father. Shaping an iniquity, Father, but you said you came to set the captives free. At the mention of the name of Jesus, demons tremble, Father. So, Lord, we call out your name right now, Jesus. 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 Lord, come into our hearts, Lord. We empty our, our hearts to you. That we may be filled with your Holy Spirit, Lord, as we end this year of 2023, Lord. We don't want to end it, Lord, on a weak note. We want to end it on a high note, Lord. We're ending it on our knees, Lord. So we're praying, Lord, that you will honor our steps. Don't let us make any moves without you, Lord. We pray that we will acknowledge you so that you can direct our path, Lord. So be with every home, every father, every son, Lord, every child, Lord, the wives, Lord Jesus. We pray that you will bless them, Lord. According to your riches and glory, be with the pastor of this church, Father. We pray that you will pour into him, help him not to get weary. Be with all the officers of this church as we commit ourselves, recommit ourselves wholly and completely to you. Be with every member, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to make a make ourselves a committee of one to spread the good news of salvation to this dark, dying world, Father. And Father, when it's all said and done. 
we're going to be so grateful, Lord, as we sit upon that white washed throne, Lord, that blood washed throne, Lord, that was washed with your blood, Father. So, Lord, we look forward to that day that we can sit there and eat from the bread of the tree of life, Lord. We say there'll be no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more dying for the former things are passed away, Lord. We'll be able to worship you forever throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity, Lord. So we're not going to wait till we get to heaven. We're going to rejoice right now in the promise that you have made for your children, Father. So all these blessings we ask in the holy, matchless name of Jesus Christ. The people said together, amen and amen. Insurance. Bob speaking. How can I help you? Um, yes, I was trying to, uh, I'm not sure I have the right number. This is uh, Tithe and Offering Insurance. Is that who you were trying to call? Uh, I think so. Is this the claim department? Yes, you can do a claim over the phone. Yes. Okay, um, I was in a really bad car accident oh, this week. Sorry to hear that. And uh, I totaled my car and I lost a blinker in it and um, I was calling to make a claim. Okay. Uh, let me get your phone number. Okay. 314-761-9331. Okay. Karen Jones? Yes. Okay. Yes, I see you here. Um, let me see you. Change my screen. Are you promising to give me your number? Uh, yeah, seeing your policy. And I, I want to make a claim for 100% total reimbursement. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing, when was the last time that you returned your policy premium? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 any now and then I do that. Oh, 
Um, yeah. Well, see, hmm. I'm seeing. Just, just a minute. Give me a second here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, hmm. The grace department is not available to those who have not returned their policy premium on time. Uh, let me see. I want to make a claim. Um, I don't think you can make a claim at this moment, ma'am, because you really need to, you know, get that premium in or at least catch up with your premium. Um, there are some forms I need you to fill out, um, but they're not claim Is forms. I, I can. Um, here to get you. Oh, yeah, I see your email address on file here. Yeah, so we won't be sending out a claim form. We'll be sending out the curse with a curse form. What? What is that? Yeah, well, see, what happens is, um, hmm, there's like two things that kind of happen. One, you kind of miss out on the blessings of, you know, when you return your, 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 your policy premium for your, you know, tithe and offering, you receive some rich blessings. This will just, we actually open up the windows of heaven and pour you out all kinds of blessings. But when you don't, you don't receive those blessings. Plus, there's that curse with a curse. Did you not read the clause at the bottom of the contract that you signed? That, 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 that so not only do you, so, so you know, you're, when you kept that money, that was cursed. Um, um, and I don't think you understand. You're not just, it's not just a curse. There's a curse with a curse. So it's like a double curse. Did they not explain, did the agent not explain that to you when you filled out the forms? Yeah, well, you need to call. Well, do you have? Can you can you send in a form? Can you seal in it? Can you can you get current on your uh, your policy and your premium? Well, I suppose I could. Well, I, if you can't, you need to call us back. There's absolutely nothing that I can do for you at this point. You sure? Nothing. You sure? No. Um, no, Grace is not fit in your case. But I need my car to get to work. Yes. I need, I need, um, I need that, that. See, what happens is when we first offer this policy to you, first called in, we should have explained, and I'm sure they did, that in case of an emergency or case of an accident, you would be covered if you kept up with your tithe and offering policy premium. But since you haven't, call us back when you have that. Okay? Thank All you. Right. Thank you. 
wonderful musicians. Yeah. Amen. These are people that come out and, and these choir members, they volunteer every single solitary week, 52 weeks out of the year. We celebrate them. But I want to remind you that on last week, we were giving total praise to God. Three of those songs that we sang last week were written by our own musician, pianist, um, composer, writer, singer. He does it all. And we're blessed. We don't have to sing everybody else's stuff. We have our stuff that God has given to him to sing. So go back out there online and look at it again. Oh, how it blessed my soul. And I'm so grateful to have you choir as your music director, Joseph, LaFolia, and Charles. We are blessed to have you in God's house, worshiping with us every Saturday. And I don't take it for granted. I've worked with some of the best musicians. And I tell you, you guys are the best musicians. And I praise God for you. Just keep on lifting up the name of Jesus. He's giving him praise. He's worthy to be praised. And I just want to say thank you.
just testing your patience. Our sermon title today is Patience of the Saints. So as I was looking at this, I wanted to find a definition of patience. The definition that stuck out to me is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Patience. Huh. Patience. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come out on this, your holy Sabbath day. Lord, we ask you to remove anything that would be an obstacle in our way today. We ask you to open up our hearts and minds that we will receive a word from you that today we will say it is well with my soul and that I have been in the presence of the Most High. In the mighty name of Jesus, your precious son, we all said amen. I wanted to start with a fact for you. Did you know that there is one animal responsible for so many deaths, and it's not what you think. Most of us would think it's some kind of lion or, or hippo, because hippos are worse than lions, or, or the snake, or the black mamba, or, 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 or all of these things. That one item, that one thing that will destroy and that has killed more people is a mosquito. That's a fact. Check it out. A mosquito. One of the ways I know this is I've been planning on telling you that fact ever since I got up here. And I just, it always just goes out of my mind. But then when I thought about the mosquito and the fact that it causes so much death, it is what it caused my father's death. West Nile. From a mosquito. So this little insect destroys so many lives, and yet we find it insignificant. Talking about patience. Our scripture reading for this morning comes from the book of Revelation. Revelation, the 14th chapter. It is a familiar passage, or it should be. With this scripture, I remember my grandmother used to make me memorize this scripture. And one of the reasons why this scripture is important is it is kind of a foundation for who we are. But I don't believe that a lot of us know who we are or what this verse talks about. So let us stand together and recite this responsibly together so we can get back to where we need to be. And we will read this responsibly. Verse number six says, And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, to every nation, every kindred, every tongue and people. And there followed another angel saying, 
Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The same shall drink the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation and shall be tormented in the fire with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. Altogether, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commands of God and the faith of Jesus. You may be seated. I recall, well, well, let me tell you something that happened to me the other day. While I was out doing some work, most folk will look at this right here. And what they see is it's got a little gray in it. Mr. Cameraman, you might have to watch me because I'm going to move a little bit. So you notice it's got a little bit of gray in it. So what I noticed is that every time that I go into the store and those folk are standing outside, it's always AOG, AOG. And I'm thinking, OG, who, 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 who's OG? Oh, gee, and I, oh, that's me. Okay, I, I, oh, I get it now. I get it now. And it was something that I've always remembered that most folk had a reverence when you saw this, especially when you saw it on an older woman. Nowadays, you better move, lady. As I was down in the city yesterday, and I pulled up to a house to do some work, I saw something that was disturbing to me. The disturbing part of it was there was a group of young men. Now, a group of young men doesn't disturb me, but what I saw was one of these young men had something hanging out of his belt here, looks like a banana clip, if you will. And I'm thinking, it's just people walking down the street. I, I mean, I, maybe I'm missing something. And the other one had something in his hand, looks like a 380 or some sort. And I'm thinking, well, where am I that you've got to have a pistol to stand outside? But I had work to do. So as I'm walking, the gray. AOG, how you doing, young man? Have a good evening, sir. Because you never know who you're going to run into. And I am a firm believer in something my grandmother told me. Everybody deserves respect. I could not believe that you deserve that, but I know a man who sits high and looks low, and he's no respect of persons. So everybody that I see will get the respect that I would like to have, no matter whom they are, because respect is not only earned, but is given. But let's get into our message. The first part of this scripture says 
that I saw another angel in heaven flying in the midst, and he had the everlasting gospel to preach. What is the everlasting gospel? What is the everlasting gospel? Well, I just remember hearing this, so I want to share it with you. This gospel is simply the G, God, the O, only, the S, Son, the P, provides, the E, eternal, and the L is life. God's only Son provides eternal life. That's the everlasting gospel. And we need to share that message with somebody that is not sitting in here. Because remember, it is not just us saints, but it's the sinners. And I want to suggest to you that what the Bible tells me is that in Romans 3.28, because the one who came seeking lost came to seek sinners. And the Bible tells me in Romans 3.28, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So I see the difference between that young man out there with this banana clip and me as just a mere change in circumstances. Could that be me standing there if I was in his position? So a change in circumstances will change where you are. Don't be a respecter of person. The Bible tells us that sometimes it's the one in the gay clothing that we tend to be. Daniel 9, 11 says it this way. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law. Isn't this Israel? Transgressing God's law? Even deporting that they may not obey his voice. Because sometimes he's speaking to us, but what he's saying, we really don't want to hear. Because it's my toes, I need to step back, and, and I don't want them stepped on today. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath is written that in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. It was... It's, Happy to get your call, Paul, this morning. I was moving a little slow this morning. Yesterday I was doing something that I should not have done. I do it a lot, and that is I work by myself. So in doing this, if you ever tried to move a cast iron stove, a cast iron tub, I think a cast iron tub weighs about 400 pounds. So with this cast iron tub, I might be a stout gentleman, and I figured, you know, I don't need much help. I can take care of myself. You know how the island does when he's by himself and he just figures, I can do it all. I don't need anybody to help me. I can take care of it on my own. So in my hard-headedness, the gray must didn't work this time. Because I decided I was going to cut this tub and I, I cut part of it off. The tub is, was six feet. So I cut off two feet so I could move it. I picked this tub up. Oh, yeah, I felt that. 
And I've been feeling it all day and this morning. That Epsom salt is some good stuff. <laughs> so as I'm doing that and just sitting here thinking about it, I could have reached out for help. But because of the fact that we get so caught up and stuck in our own way, we don't reach out for the help we need. We don't reach out. Why don't we reach out? Well, I'll tell you why I didn't reach out. And, and, and I can say it's pride. The other thing we'll say is I'm just used to it. And that's the way that we are. We're used to it. We, 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 we've been doing things for so long that we just get accustomed to this is the way that I do it. And I'm going to continue because right now I'm doing it and it's working for me. But when the gray lets you know that the body can't handle it, you ought to recognize that you might need to get some help. Somebody know what I'm talking about out there. This Bible tells us that this everlasting gospel is going to be preached and is going to be preached to every nation, tongue, kindred, and people. And the next thing it says to us in verse 7 is, with a very loud voice, Fear God. So when you fear God, some folk think of, I'm cowering in the corner because God has spoken. No, 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 no. That's not a good relationship. That's a one-sided child. Do what I say. That's not the way God works with us. Because let's imagine if that's the way he dealt with us, some of us wouldn't be able to be dealt with at all. Proverbs 2, 4 says it's this way. If you search for wisdom as if it were money and hunt for it as if it were hidden treasure, you will understand the fear of Yahweh and you will find the knowledge of Elohim. Yahweh gives wisdom from his mouth and the knowledge and understanding. Fear God so you can understand. So you can have the wisdom to discern that picking up a 300-pound tub by yourself is probably not the smartest thing to do. Yahweh said in 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13, Yahweh said, go out and stand in front of the mountain. As Yahweh was passing by, a fierce wind tore the mountains and shattered rocks above Yahweh, but Yahweh was not in the wind. After the wind came, an earthquake, but Yahweh was not in the earthquake. Then there was a fire, just raging fire, but Yahweh was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a quiet, whispering voice. And when Elijah, the servant of the Lord, heard it, he wrapped his face in his coat and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave and he heard a still, small voice. And that voice said to him, Elijah, what are you doing here? 
sometimes we don't hear that voice because we got so many things in our head that when he speaks to us in that still, small voice, it's drowned out with all the drama and all the chaos and all the craziness that's going on in our head that we can't even discern and hear the still, small voice. So he has to send the loud one to shake us and rattle us to get us up out of our mental stupor. He had to ask him, what are you doing here? Do you know that you've stood before kings? You've run before chariots? And now you're hiding because you've got a word from somebody? Do you know who I am? Do you have the fear of God that you claim? But sometimes... We just get so caught up in our mundane day-to-day that we just keep going and don't hear the word, which is why it is important to spend the time in prayer. It is important to spend the time in growing the relationship because you can bring them in. You can bring them in. You can fill every pew in this place. But if you don't connect them with the one who can keep them in the place, then it is pointless. You have to get the connection. It's just like when you introduce some folk and they get married, you don't sit there and just stand in the way. All right, now here, you go here and you go here. You have to let the two get together. And when the two get together, the relationship grows. You can't stand in the middle. You introduce them and you assist. While God still speaks in a still small voice, this message is for the people and it is of great importance. And because it is of great importance and it has everlasting, eternal consequences that cannot and will not and should not be mistaken. The announcement is of the judgment hour. And it is a dire event that the whole world must hear. So as the people of God who know the word of God, why are we not sharing and introducing to the marriage? Isn't that what we were called to do? Isn't that what the book tells us in Matthew? To go ye therefore and preach, teach? But sometimes we just get so caught up in being in our island and I've been doing it for this long and I've been doing it this way so let me just continue to do it that way and then when your back hurts. I think the last time we talked, we talked about each one reaching one. Have we reached? Are we attempting to reach? Are we attempting to share? Are we attempting to bring so we can introduce? Somewhere I read that there's no starless, there's no starless crowns in heaven. Huh. Somewhere I read that. I'll tell you later. You have to follow me a little bit more. So when you hear about 
God's word. And when you sit and you're one of God's people, it's just innate that you say, you know, I have to bring somebody. I don't want to just keep this by myself. It's so much better. You know, Monday night football, Sunday football, me and Tori will watch football and I could go do this by myself, but you know, if I go do this by myself, I am bored. Because I'm by myself and, and I don't have anybody to, man, did you see that? Did you see, did you see what happened? Did you, did you see that? Now we ain't going to go into that now. <laughs> but when, 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 when I call this brother, this brother is solid. When I have an issue, which I should have called him, but I said, you know what? I know he's got his family and I think I can take care of this. He told me, hey, if you need a hand, give me a holler. I'm always there to help you out. If you, if you need a hand, give me a holler. I said, yeah, I don't want to bother him. Because that's how we get when we're caught up in our own thing. Even when we're sitting in the church and we're sitting in our pew and we're like, I could have invited somebody, but, you know, what if they say no? I, I really don't want to bother them because they could say no to what I'm saying. But remember that if they don't show, you have not been rejected. You have poured water on a seed. I've never seen a person make a seed grow. I've never seen it. You can stand outside. You can fan. You can blow. You can spit on it. There's no way the seed's going to grow by your human effort. It's when the sun, the S-O-N, shines on it, it springs up, and there's nothing that you can stop it. One thing that this message from God tells us, it's time to get back to the one who created everything and give honor to him. The respect in this world is gone to the dogs. The scripture that comes to mind is the one that Jesus said, when the son of man returns, will he find faith in the earth. You know, I don't even think we have faith in our banking system. We don't have faith in ourselves. And when we step out and we don't have faith in that, how can you have faith in God when you can't really see him? Hmm. In the commandments of God, everyone of the such, let's see, in the commandments of God, the very one with such great controversy is the one that contains the great seal of God. If we were to look at it, what is the seal of God? Well, I'm going to tell you what a seal is. I had to get something notarized. And when I got this notarized, what I noticed is that on this notary, there's a seal. They have to stamp it, and that seal says that has their name on it. It also says that they're dominion over this state. But the other thing that it has is when it expires. So in this seal has three things in it. Name, dominion, or title, and when it expires. I was thinking about that. 
And if you go back to our scripture, it tells you that there is something that says that this message, let me read it for you so I can make sure I get it right. These glasses, I'm telling you, I'm trying to get used to them and, 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 and the snow and, 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 and you'd be surprised how big I had to write this just so I could see it. <laughs> and I got to do with glasses on. <laughs> I'm telling you, and when I take these off, everybody looks blurry to me. I know. I, got, I think you're holding up two fingers. I can't tell for sure. <laughs> but, but scripture says, if you can pull that Revelation 14, 12 up for me. Revelation 14, 12. It says they keep the commands of God. So go back a little bit because I need to get to the one that tells you about the seal of God. Nope, one more. We'll get there. Yep, back again. It's probably six. You're right. It is number six. And that's why I was looking at it. But you know, I, well, I need to clean these or what? All right. No, it ain't that one. I think it's seven. Yep, that's it. There it is. All right, so in, 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 that, in, that, in there, it tells you, Fear God, give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him that made the heaven and earth, the sea, and the springs of water. I thought that sound familiar. I thought, like, man, I, I heard that. I heard that. Why did I hear that before? That, that, that sounded, familiar, sounded so familiar. Oh, I know where. Somebody turn to that Bible with me. Go to Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. Let's find Exodus chapter 20. And we're going to look at verses 8 through 11. Because we need to find out what a seal is. We've seen what man's seal is, name, dominion, and when his commission expires. So when we look at Exodus chapter 8 and verse 20, what is the seal of God? It is simply put what we're doing right now, observing God's Sabbath day. Sabbath seal, a sign between us and him that he is God, oh, that's his name in. His dominion is over what? Heaven and earth. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's two. That's two. When does his commission expire? Oh, it doesn't because he's from everlasting. He's from beginning to end, the Alpha and Omega. So it tells me that the seal of God is simply the relationship that we have with him on his day, his holy Sabbath day. Not one in seven, but his that he set up because I cannot in myself, make anything holy. So the only day set aside by the one who made it with the dominion, who's God, from everlasting, is Sabbath. Somebody need to get that. The seal of man, notary, name, dominion, when it expires, seal of God is, oh, wait a minute, that's his Sabbath. That's why it's important. That's why he told us to fear God because his judgment is coming and the patience of the saints are them that keep his commandments. And what commandments are those? Those are ten. Which one is the most important? I would say not most important, but which one points to our relationship with him? 
the fourth one that everyone tends to want to sweep under the rug because, oh, one and seven will, will, will do. How can one and seven do? You know, I was making a cake because I like to bake. You can tell. I, I love to bake. And when I was making this cake, there's some recipes that told me that if you're going to make a gooey butter cake, which I love those, those are awesome, two eggs, one teaspoon of vanilla, and you're going to need that yellow cake mix, and you're going to mix that together. And then you pour that in the bottom. I leave them like grease the pan. Then you make the, the four cups of powdered sugar, one tablespoon of vanilla, and two eggs. You mix that up. You pour it on top. But if I miss something in there, it is not going to be right because I did not follow the directions. So when I have God's directions and I don't follow them, I may think I'm doing everything I need to do. The cake will probably come out, but who knows what it's going to be like. Who knows what it's going to be like because it's not what was supposed to be. It's what I thought I wanted to do. And when I do it my own way, we know that what that says, the end is destruction. I think you have to throw it away because it just didn't come out quite right. Isaiah 58.13 says this. 58.13, if thou wilt turn away thy foot from the Sabbath from doing thy pleasure on my holy day. Wait a minute. Whose holy day? Oh, that's his. That's right. That's God. Okay. I, I don't have one because I can't make anything holy. Not at all. And call the Sabbath a delight. Some folk think, I'm going to get back to this, but some folk think that the Sabbath is such a curse. I'm going to tell you that plainly, my back felt better because I was able to sit and soak and not be concerned and relax and rest rather than have to worry about running to and fro. So what the Sabbath is that some call a curse is actually a blessing. And it's not just a day that we have to worship on. It's God called us to rest because you can worship on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But this day is a day God said, come back and rest a while to refresh your body. Continuing, it says, call it a delight, holy to the Lord, honorable that thou shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. So this day that God set aside for us to reflect and have relationship with him, it sounds like when you put the two married people together, you introduce it and you get out of the way. Because when you have the relationship with God on his Sabbath day, then you are developing the relationship that is required for it to bloom and blossom. It's just, it's, it's, it's lovely to me that I can sit and think of what God has done and what he has said. Isaiah 66 says this, 66, 23, because I'm getting my papers all messed up here. I knew I had to keep them together. 66.23. Can you find that for me? Isaiah 66.23. I was going to bring my Bible, but I can't see it. I just, I just, it's like ridiculous that, that, but that's what happens when sin separates and sin will make you surely die. 
As we talked about before, I could sit here. I remember just three years ago, I could sit and I could read that sign out there. I think it says prayer. I think that's what that says out there, but I can't really tell what it says. It's a bunch of words jumbled up out there. But now when I put these on, oh, there it is right there, P-R-A-Y-E-R. 23 says this, and it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come and worship before me. Wait a minute, this was what happens in the new earth. So when that Sabbath has some importance, because from new moon to another one, all flesh comes up, oh, we get Sabbath with God, we get rest with him? Okay, I can deal with that. I can live with that. So, so this Sabbath is important not only to him, and to us, it's so important that he said, I'm going to keep it in the new world. But, you know, there's some folk that say, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 I've, I've heard it before. That's your Sabbath. I don't have a day. I can't make a dollar. I can't make water. Even though I may know the ingredients, I can't make it. So Matthew 15, 9 says this, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. It don't matter the day. It don't matter the time. You can do what you like. But the Bible tells me that evening to morning was the first day. So that would make that sunset to sunset, right? I think that's what the Bible tells me. So it's not what man says at midnight is midnight to midnight. No, the Bible tells me it's evening and the morning, which is how God set it up. So God's way or man's way says it's midnight to midnight. Well, that's what you say, bro. You can drop the ball at 12, but the ball really drops when the sun sets on the 31st. That's when the whole new, yeah, yeah. So why is it important? I'm wrapping up. I'm going to get you out of here. I ain't going to keep you all night. But why is it important? It is important because it is a sign between you and him on his seal that he has for you. It says the seal of God, this Sabbath that we reverence, we respect. It's his time where we don't do our own thing. We turn away from our own pleasures. We don't speak our own words. We spend that time with him. Imagine what happens if you were to take the time God set apart from you and reflect it for that full time with him. You know, most times we just feel like, you know, man, this, how long is this brother going to preach? Well, how long is this Sabbath going to last? I recall, you know, see, the thing is, when I was younger, I recall when I was younger that I really hated when it became winter. Because on Fridays, the sun and the Sabbath was at like 5 o'clock. And I wanted to watch... <laughs> But then when Saturday came, you're like, well, you know, it may not be that bad because now at 5 o'clock, 
let's keep it, let's make it this way. Let's make it where it stays 9 o'clock and ends at 5 o'clock. All I'm doing is robbing myself of the time that God has for me so I can sit back and reflect with him and have peace and just be able to relax. I have to make sure that I turn this little device off because it will just keep ringing because I want to make sure that I have an uninterrupted time with him. And if you don't have an uninterrupted time with him, your brain will continually wonder and search and do all these things. And you will never find rest for your weary soul. You will always be going to and fro. Even the disciples who hung with Jesus, Jesus told them, come on the side and rest a while. So if you play music, even in music, if he's playing a song, the song's got to break. Because it's got to rest in it. You play the guitar, you can play all day. Wait a minute, we got a break. You singing a song, we can sing all, oh wait, we got a break. And the same thing happens in your life. You have to have that time to reflect with him. So why is it important? It's important for your mental health. Imagine if you never stopped what would happen to you? Even your car needs to be refueled. And that's a dumb vehicle. But if you keep going and you don't change the oil in it, and you don't. <laughs> Talking about Sabbath rest. Talking about God's commandments to seal and why it is important to have this. So who is this message to? According to the scripture, all nations, all kindreds, all tongues, all people. Somebody told me that if everybody kept the Sabbath, nothing would get done. That was, that was, that was the excuse that I heard. Everybody can't keep the Sabbath. <laughs> I've heard some, I've heard some, I've heard some stories, but. Everybody can't do that. But we see why it's important. We see who the message is for. So what do we need to do? Because we're, we're coming down to the stretch. We've got to answer the who, what, where, when, why, and how, and sometimes why. So when do we need to do something? If I heard something that works for me, should I wait until... Tomorrow, I, I heard a song to say, tomorrow, I ain't going to sing it for you, <laughs> but, 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 but we know the song says, tomorrow, maybe every well be too late, it very well may be too late, so Hebrews 3.15 says, while it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Today seems like as good a day as any. When you hear God speaking to you, hold on, God, wait a minute now. Right now, I just don't feel like it. You think you got tomorrow? Not at all. The one who gave you the breath could very well require that breath back. And we talked about what happens when that breath leaves this body. We talked about that before. 
And again, he limited a certain day saying to David, today, after so long a time, it is said today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Because some folk know that, yeah, I've heard the word, but man, I just don't feel like, you know, I, I got stuff to do today. I, 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 you know, there are days you won't be able to do anything. You're lucky that God gave you the breath in the body to get up and move. It may be pain. It may have some aches. But guess what it's got? You got some breath in that body. And in that breath in that body, you can keep moving and you can keep walking and you can keep on keeping on. So the next question is, we did the, we did the who, we did the where, and we did the what else did we do? We did the why, we did the who, we did the what. So now let's do the where. Where in time are we? Matthew 24, 33. So likewise, when you see these things, know that it is even at the door. You mean the door? The door? You mean to tell me that I need to get myself together because I'm thinking I got time when I don't have time? Somebody went to sleep last night thinking tomorrow. But the breath was gone from their body, so tomorrow didn't happen. I thank God that I woke up this morning clothed in my right mind. I thank God that the breath didn't leave my body while I slept, even though I would not have known because it tells me the dead know not anything, but God saw fit to let the breath return to this old vessel and let this vessel keep on moving because he said there's a work for you to do. And in the process of doing this work, he said, go in the power of the Lord. Last thing I've got for you is the how. How do I start? Hebrews 2.1. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. So don't wait until tomorrow. Somebody's thinking, you know, Next Sabbath, I'm going I'm to I'm give my life to God. What about when you're driving down 367 and that crazy fool in that charger driving 90 miles an hour cut you off in that wall that doesn't give? What about when you're driving down 270 and all this construction going on? Because when you're looking out and you see those lines in the road, it looked like they should be going this way, but maybe they're this way. And... and I was driving down 270, and if the light hits the road just right, you can't tell which way I need I need to go. And and what if there's an 18 wheeler right here and an and, and, and an 18 wheeler right here, and and I can't really see. Should I stay straight or should I go to the left or to the right? And today, if you hear his voice, harden. Not your heart, because now is the expected hour, and it is even at the door. Even at the door, today is the day. As we leave this year of 2023, 
We stopped partying like it's 1999. And we're up in 2023. Over 2,000 years ago, there was a man who hung high, who looked low, and he searched out for all of us. And as that blood and that water spilled out of the side, and it washed us clear from all the guilt, hurt, harm, danger, and everything, today is the day that when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Maybe you're not understanding what the patience of the saints are, or you're not understanding that I've been going through this for a very long time. See the snow? Some of us may color it, but it's still here. As long as you have breath in your body, you have the ability to praise him who gave it to you. And you have a requirement. So let's just make it plain because you know that if you were to just sit and watch somebody suffering, that is a crime. So how much more so would it be if you know divine purpose and you decide to say, not my problem. Not my problem, not, not my monkey, not my circus. We are here for a purpose. That purpose is to help save souls. When you have folk in the fire, it is our responsibility to reach a hand out and help that soul in the fire. We may get burned, but in the process, we've saved a life. Some of us think that, man, that may be too hot. But Daniel, when he decided he wasn't going to worry about what the lions were going to do, he still knew that he sees as a God who sits high and looks low. And he knew that I will never forsake you because you have not forsaken me. I've never seen God's seed begging for bread. God takes care of babies and fools, so I guess I'm a fool because he's taking care of me. Because I'm not a baby anymore. So today, the patience of the saints, are you willing to do the work? And that work is help share God's message. The message is simple. God's only son provides eternal life. That's what it is. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You got that cue right on there, didn't you? God's only son is the one who can give you life. And not only give you life, but give you life more abundantly. Sometimes we just go through the motions of getting up and going to work and doing this and running to and fro and seeing folk. And you think, not my circus, not my monkey. Imagine the one on the cross when he was looking out, took time to stop dying to save the thief on the cross next to him. The one who made us all is asking just for your help. 
Just bring somebody to the marriage. Introduce them to me. Because I require you to do that. You are my son, right? You are my daughter, right? Bring them to me. Share a word from them. You never know what somebody's going through. And when you give them that word that they've been needing, it could be pulling them out of the fire. So God is asking you. Because he already commanded it already. When he told you to love your neighbor as yourself. And if you love yourself. No, actually he said love like he does. Because some of us don't even like ourselves. But he asked you to love like he does. Like he loves you. He gave himself for you. So all he's asking in that process is for you to just reciprocate the favor. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Amen. What a powerful message. That's meat in due season. We have to cry loud and spare not. Because in these last times, we don't want to say it. Why didn't you let me know? I, you sat up here and we laughed and played and you didn't tell me how important the Sabbath was? That it was the sign, the seal? Thank you that powerful message the patience of the saints here are they that keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus uh, brother uh, Price I'm going to ask you to end it with the song we started on by sister Gail Murphy it says we set our work aside we leave our cares behind on this day of Sabbath rest holy rest you to stand if you concur with God's holy rest and say I want to be part of God's holy rest that he offers us the peace that passes all understanding so when he comes back he, you want to hear those words well done thou good and faithful servant we set our work aside we leave our cares behind on this day holy day on this your holy day come to me
now in the stillness of this moment. Lord, we've heard your message today. Lord, we invite anybody under the sound of my voice to say, I want to keep your Sabbath holy. I want to join these people. I want to have Bible study. I may not know it all, but I know enough right now to say I want to join these people who are making their heaven their home. So right now, if that is you, the doors of the church are open. If you want to be in that number, we just invite you just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. You want to be part of the Bible study? You want to... Amen. Praise God. Praise God whom all blessings flow. The Holy Spirit is moving. There's others out there. You want to join these people who are saying, I'm going to keep all the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Just raise your hand. God hears you. You may not make it home, but right now you want to make the declaration that right now I want to join uh, these people who are trying to make heaven their home. It's open right now. It's open. You may not know all, but you know enough, God. It makes no mistakes. If you hear, you heard this message today, God is speaking. So raise your hand right now. God is pleading. He said, why be destroyed, O Israel? Oh, how I've covered you like a hen over his chicks. Right now, the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart. Give me your hand and give God your heart right now. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful. Lord, we're so grateful for the opportunity, Lord, that probation didn't close on us before we heard the last warning message to a dying world. Lord, we're so grateful and thankful, Lord. All of heaven is rejoicing. Brother Chester came and said, I want to join these people. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will seal his decision in the courts of heaven, Lord. Bless him, anoint him, Lord, as he takes this message and continues to spread it, Lord. Father, we just are so grateful, Father, that you have blessed us with truth, Lord. But help us not to just sit on this little truth. Help us not to hide a light under a bushel, Lord. But let us be ambassadors, Lord, of this gospel message. Now, Lord, may the Lord bless us and keep us, Lord. May he, sh may he cause his face to shine upon us and give us peace on this Sabbath rest. In Jesus' name, let the people say together, amen. And amen in the name of you. Give God a hand, praise this morning. Amen, Brother Chester. And Sister Marla Lacey, her mother's funeral is going to be on uh, the 28th. Amen. And we sent out the, the text. We're going to continue to pray for, for the Lacey family. Amen. 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 At this time, our ushers will usher you out, and we just want to just uh, make mention that we're going to go out this evening. We have a meal uh, for those that are going to be serving uh, downstairs. Amen. And you can greet the preacher out, out, out in the vestibule. Praise the Lord. And Brother, brother Lester, I want you to uh, stand by brother, brother Chester. Stand by Brother uh, Hitchings right on the receiving line.
Now, many of you don't know, Brother Chester's been attending for a while, and God makes no mistakes. God brought this brother here. He's a minister, and God has anointed him. And these last days, God is bringing him in from the right to the left. And Brother Chester, come uh, Yes, I'm here assigned with, God assigned me with Deacon Reed and Elder Harris. I am assigned to them too from God. I am a prophet and I've been assigned. And today, later on today, after 3.30, I have a U-Haul truck full of food, full of new clothes for everyone in the house and other things. And Elder, you give them the address so when you get through doing what you're doing, you come and get this blessing. And there is more blessing coming to this church. And I'm at the disposal of Elder Harris and Deacon Reed. Come on, give God a hand, praise. This brother's been blessing the church. He's been anonymous. He doesn't want any praise, but he's been blessing the church exponentially. And the windows of heaven are opening up. The only thing we have to do is do what God says, and he will do the rest. Amen. So praise the Lord. Thank you. 